0: The 14-day, scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulin Podcast.
1: In an ideal world, you're going out for a pizza. How many units of insulin would you usually take, and how long? Before the pizza comes out, obviously in an
0: ideal world, you can't predict when the waiter is going to come out with the food, but ideally. Typically, if I'm eating pizza, I will always half my dose. So it's kind of to counteract that delayed spike. Say I'm taking, just for example, sake, 10 units of insulin for the whole pizza that I'm, eat- that I'm eating. I will take five before I'll eat the pizza and then I'll take five, like maybe an hour after the pizza or when I first see that spike coming in rather than doing what I usually do which is take my insulin like 10 minutes before my food eat it and then I suppose the insulin will peak while the food is being released so they can kind of counteract and keep my my blood sugar steady as possible.
1: Okay, so 5 and 5 to keep it steady as opposed to 10 and nothing
0: where it'll just go all over the shop. Yeah, well now that's just me personally of course that's going to be completely different for every other diabetic out there. But yeah, usually that's a good way to combat a high carb, high fat meal is to kind of half your dose or delay it at least. And would you do any modifications to your meal? As in, would you, if you're ordering a burger, would you order without a burger bun or anything else like that? Making small modifications can have a big impact. Even something as simple as halving your fries with half a salad rather than full fries can be a lifesaver for your, for your blood sugar for that night. So small modifications like half in your fries, half on a salad, deciding on a low carb meal, getting your dressing or sauce on the side. The sauce can always be a killer. Why? Because, right, even when you get a salad and it's loaded with dressing or sauce or whatever it is, you don't particularly know what's in it it can be something as small as dressing and you're like, ah, oh, no, it's ground, it's ground, it's just dressing. But that could be like the silent killer where it could be loaded with sugar, it could be loaded with carbs or loaded with fat and that can have huge, huge impacts on your blood sugar. So something as simple as just getting your sauce on the side and not loading it on, that can, that can always help.
1: I always ask. It's like me with mustard. I hate mustard on. I hate it. I'll vomit up if I eat mustard. So I always have to ask is a mustard? Not because of a medical reason, because I hate it. And I suppose (laughs) I'm lucky like that. (laughs) You are lucky. (laughs) I'm interested in you, Owen. What's your favourite thing to eat when you eat out and
0: how do you counteract it with insulin? My favourite meal is Chinese food. I love Chinese food and I would eat it. I'd eat it for the rest of my life but I used to get a Chinese every Friday, right? And I'm a big believer in trial and error with diabetes. So generally you'll eat something, you'll see how your blood sugar reacts. You probably won't get it right the first time in terms of your insulin dose, but you can eat it again. You can try again and then you'll know for the third time, you know that way. Mm -hmm. So it's like once you'll get some knowledge, second time, you'll know more, third time, good to go. You can perfect it. But I used to get a Chinese every Friday. And every single weekend, it was just a different reaction in my body. It was an absolute nightmare. Friday night, I just wouldn't sleep because my blood sugar just I just could not get it right. And it used to drive me mad. So I used to, much like the pizza effect, where. I would take my insulin, eat the food, go low because the insulin has started working. But the food hasn't yet been released into my bloodstream. So I go low, treat that low, and then it could be like two or three hours later that Chinese is then being released, and my blood sugar just goes up and up and up and up and up. And I would just be taking loads of insulin. And it wouldn't settle down. It's a nightmare. And when
1: you say Chinese, what what's in your Chinese? Is it rice, curry, chicken, stir-fry, chips? Yeah, it'd be
0: like chicken balls rice, sweet and sour sauce, that was my favorite thing. Chips, spring rolls, prawn crackers. Oh, I'm getting hungry now, even thinking about it. <laughs> but, no, look, its I suppose eating out and, and getting takeaway food, it's something that you shouldn't stop because of diabetes. But I'm a big believer in like I'm a big believer in not letting diabetes stop. You do anything, even something as simple as getting Chinese food or eating out at a restaurant. But there's a difference between not letting diabetes stop you from doing something and you're like, no, I want to eat this regardless. I want to eat like a a triple chocolate dessert or whatever it is. Like you can do that, but just make slight adjustments. Don't let diabetes stop you from doing something, but just be clever about it. Because if you go out on a Friday night and you just make all the wrong decisions with the food that you eat, you could be struggling for the whole weekend. You know, because it just has that kind of, that kind of ripple effect for the next couple of days. So it's just making small adjustments, being prepared, I suppose, having the confidence to split your dose or take maybe a bit more insulin than you're used to because you're eating different foods that you're used to. And I suppose the big thing is
1: within all of this is definitely anticipate, anticipate it, think about it before you go out and adjust your insulin to what you're actually going to eat depending on high carb or high fat and modification as well I think that's a good thing and even if you get full chips you don't have to eat them but then i find that awful hard if i'm trying not to eat them and then they're in front of me to start picking
0: at them i'm like oh i know they're lovely well that's the thing I'm especially picking. when you're at a table of people and they're none of them are diabetic and they're all getting whatever they want it's like oh geez, i want to eat all that but another another good tip is say for example you have whatever you have for your dinner and you know your blood sugar is going to be all over the place. Even if you just go out for a 15, 20 minute walk, that can really, really benefit your blood sugar for that night. So it can kind of help naturally regulate your blood sugar, steady things off a bit. So it can really help just, you know, a romantic 20 minute walk can do the job. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.